Eventually, though, I started writing another book. I wanted it to be something completely different from hardcore Zen. It was going to be about a very old book called Shobo Genzo. It means Treasury of the Right Dharma Eye. Don't ask about the left Dharma Eye, by the way. Footnote. Sometimes it's also translated as Treasury of the True Dharma Eye. Whatever. It's by a dead Japanese guy named Dogen, sometimes known as Dogen Zenji, meaning Zen Master Dogen, or Eihei Dogen, meaning Dogen, you know that dude who lives in Eihei Temple. The English translation of Dogen's Shobo Genzo by my teacher, Gudo Nishijima, and his student Chodo Cross, which is the source of most of the quotations in this book, had been the cornerstone of the intellectual side of my Zen practice. But Zen isn't really about intellectual stuff like books. It's a philosophy of action, a philosophy you do rather than read about. Yet what really sets Dogen apart from all the other Buddhist masters before and since is his ability to express his insights in words. Others may have plumbed the same depths, but none had ever described what they'd discovered quite so well. In order to describe what he'd understood, Dogen almost had to reinvent human language. Even in the original Japanese, his style is full of weird turns of phrase and bizarre grammar. When you first read it, either in translation or in the original, Shobo Genzo almost sounds like the ramblings of a crazy person. Get into the rhythm a little bit, though, and you discover that Dogen wasn't just a guy who talked crazy. In fact, all his crazy talk has a very clear and consistent logic to it. It may be the sanest material anyone has ever committed to words. I'd gotten a lot out of my reading of Dogen, and I thought I'd try to share some of that. So I bit the bullet and wrote another goddamn book. To start off with, let me give you a little background on Dogen. He was born in 1200 to an aristocratic family back in the days when all of Japan looked like the sets in The Last Samurai. His father died when he was just three years old, and his mother died five years later. Having lost the people children believed to be the most reliable, stable things in the world, parents, at such a young age, he started searching for something that was perfectly reliable. That's what got him into Buddhism. I can relate to this myself. My parents are both still alive, but several people in my family have contracted a particular disease and died from it while still quite young. I saw some of this happening when I was a child. At the time, I also learned that this disease runs in families, so there was a chance that I would suffer from the same illness and linger for years in a pretty miserable condition until the sickness did me in, as had happened to my grandmother and a couple of my aunts. Footnote. And on January 12, 2007, while I was finishing this book, my mom. So I started looking into religious and philosophical matters at a very early age. In Dogen's case, Buddhism was really the only religion he would have encountered. Though Shintoism was around too, it tends to be confined to rituals and doesn't really address the deeper aspects of human life. In my case, though, the first religion I encountered was Christianity, and although I was very intrigued by Christian ideas, they didn't really address my concerns. As a young kid, Dogen had a similar problem. Although Buddhism offered a lot of valuable things, he found there was one seemingly simple question that none of the old Buddhist masters he encountered could answer to his satisfaction. 
Buddhism says that all beings are perfect as they are, with nothing lacking and nothing extra. But it also recommends doing a lot of difficult stuff to try and realize this fact. Different sects of Buddhism recommend different stuff to do. Some want you to chant, others want you to meditate, others want you to memorize a lot of stuff out of old books, but they all require you to do things, most of which aren't a big barrel of fun. Why? That's all Dogen wanted to know. If we're perfect already, why do we need all this Buddhist practice to understand that? Why not just sit around messing with your PlayStation? It doesn't make any difference anyhow, right?